Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode today. Um, and today, with me on this on this episode of series focused on community building is Titi Lola Onugu. Titi, <laughs> Titi Lola is the creator of Let's Be Friends Canada Network, um, an ecosystem that was launched to support adult immigrants to make friends in Canada. So Titi Lola, tell me, how are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Thank you for coming on this podcast. Thanks for having Um, me. I'm so excited because this particular season, we're talking about individuals who have looked past themselves to start to build a community, particularly for adult immigrants, Mm -hmm. um, professional immigrants like you and I, Mm -hmm. uh, because we do know it's a a long transformational journey that Mm -hmm. we we have to be aware of. And I think community is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Titi Lola, thank you for coming on. Question My that pleasure. I have for you. Do you prefer Titi Lola or Lola? <laughs> um, it's all a part of my name, you know. So if I, actually when I introduce myself, I say my name is Titi Lola. Um, but I was looking for something fancy for, for my socials. Um, for some reason, I don't like to use like my whole full government names in any of my social <laughs> media because I'm always like CIA. What if somebody, someone can like use my full names to go look me up and you know do whatever yeah. with my name? So I was looking for a stage name, and mm-hmm. I wanted it to sound very fancy and catchy. So that was how I came about Lola Black because mm-hmm. TT Lola. And then black because I'm a proud black woman. Like if you follow me, you know my Africanness. <laughs> it's very glary, yeah. So it's very glaring. So yeah, that's what how come Lola black. So you can call me Lola. You can call me Titi. You can call me Titi Lola. Okay, I love full names, so okay. I'm going to do Titi Lola because okay. you're giving me that <laughs> the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Okay, so Titi, I have a I have a question. How did this whole Let's Be Friends Network start? What was like, what was it for you? How did this start? Um, so I feel like the pandemic was a blessing for me. And I've heard a lot of people say this because like, it felt like the whole world was crashing and people were almost like, it was like people were living on their la- la- last lifeline or whatever. And that was how I felt for me, like, you know, I didn't want to feel like my life was just on hold in mm-hmm. every way. So um, coming to Canada in 2016, I was, you know, a little sheltered because my sister had already been here for so many years. Um, mm-hmm. So I stayed with her and I I inherited some of her friends. So yeah. it was a little easier for me to settle. But then mm-hmm. it was summer when she came and people have people always have time in the summer, no matter how busy. And then when mm-hmm. real life happened, the winter came, everybody mm-hmm. focused on, you know, school, work and other things. I start to feel alone. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I really struggled. I didn't, I realized I didn't know anyone. I really, I said, it's like my old friends in Nigeria, um, yeah. from Nigeria who were like in the UK and in the US. So they were really the people that, you know, we, we started to build like a stronger relationship because like I, I started to speak to them a lot more. 
you know, to kind yeah. of like fill that void. Um, I, yeah. I really had only one friend, like one close friend for like the first year of coming to Canada. And oh, wow. yeah, at some point I had to move from downtown, move somewhere else. And then my housemate became my friend. Um, so yeah, it was very difficult for me. So for the first two, three years of my life in Canada, I didn't have friends. I didn't have friends. Wow. So um, when the pandemic happened, we couldn't hang out anymore. I started to feel like so many people were becoming so antisocial. You know, all these challenges were happening on social media, but there were still people who couldn't like just connect with people, especially like people who came into Canada um, during the pandemic um, or just right before the pandemic, like new immigrants, I mean, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they were just locked in the whole time and they couldn't meet anyone. So I laid in bed one day and I said, what is that thing that you've always wanted to do that you can do with zero dollar? And I was just looking through all, because I make notes all the time. I have over a hundred notes on my iPhone, (laughs) ideas and, you know, things like that. So I went into my notes and I started to look at all of the ideas that I'd written down. And yeah. I was like, huh, my community. And I love people. I love family. I love, like, you know, helping and showing support. Like, my mom has told me before that that's my ministry. You know, some people are called to (laughs) preach. Some people are called to do other stuff. My ministry is talking with people and connecting with people. So my mom has told me that before. So that idea had come, like, previously, but I didn't know how I was going to execute it. So anyway, um... I, I had had a fashion um, Instagram page that I wanted to launch because I was like, oh, I wanted to do fashion, but that didn't quite work out. But the page was still yeah. there anyways. I had like 54 followers and all of them were my friends, <laughs> my close friends. <laughs> so I just converted that page to Let's Be Friends. I don't yeah. even know how the name came, but I wanted something that made that would make anyone who saw it feel like, hmm, that's interesting. You know, yeah. Um, so let's mm-hmm. be friends. Came that way in the morning from just from nowhere, and in a month we had like hundred followers, and before we knew it, a thousand, and now we're two years in September. We are almost, I think, again closer to you know three thousand followers, and yeah, that was how it started. It's, okay. it's been a blessing, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. So walk me through, and which is really awesome. So when you talked about people who came in during the pandemic, a.k.a. me, I came in February 2020. Right, right. And at a time, at a time, COVID was just something that was happening in in China. And we just heard it on the news. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, imagine there's something happening. Mm-hmm. But we didn't realize how quickly it was coming down on everyone. Mm-hmm. So you're right. I came in February and... For six months, we were just at home, just myself, my husband, and my son. And so it was it was difficult. And even the few friends that we had, we couldn't see them mm-hmm. because we didn't know what COVID was at the time, right? So everyone was, you know, ha- had to stay at home. And it was just, it was just weird, all type of, all shades mm-hmm. of weird. Yeah. But I look at us you. now, that's our life. Yeah. Question for you. Mm-hmm. So when the, when, I, when the idea came and you created an Instagram page, what happened? What happened next? Okay, so I created the page and um, people started following. And then um, because we couldn't, like, see each other, what we started to do was um, virtual hangouts. So 
every three months we start to do um, games and just like let's be friends virtual meetings so we'll have those meetings we'll send the links like you know fill out the what's it called Um, send your email I'll send you a private invite because I I wasn't sure how I was going to approach things so I wanted to be careful so I only sent the the details to people who said they were interested so the first Mm -hmm. time we had like over 30 people but about uh, 20 something people showed up I think Oh no, 13, yeah. about 13 people, I think. And then this, okay. yeah, the second time was when we started to have like people in the, in the twenties, 20 number. Um, so we'll, we'll just check in with each other, see how we're doing. Um, people start to make friends. People start to follow each other on social media. Um, and then, yeah, we'll play games and just have fun, banter. And it was really nice because, you know, pe- people were, People were, um, what's it called, were liking, we're starting to, not like liking, we're starting to embrace the virtual world. So mm-hmm. I took advantage of that. And then, hey, what's your handle? So before every meeting would end, we'd say, okay, put, put your socials, you know, in the chat so that we can follow you. And that was how yeah. even I myself made personal friends, have made personal friends from Let's Be Friends just through that. And, you know, that, that was it. And then um, what happened next was, by the time we were closer to one year, I think August August 2021, that's yeah. when we uh, COVID restrictions started to lift and then we had our first physical meeting. So we met at the park. Um, I mean, it wasn't just one spot. We did like five or six cities last year. Um, Halifax, um, Toronto, Kitchener, Waterloo. Um mm-hmm. Ottawa, um, mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember all of them now, but yeah, I think for uh, no five or six locations last year, and uh, it was really good. I mean, some locations turned up more than the others, like Toronto and Kitchener Waterloo was fire. <laughs> it was mad. Okay. It was it was a party. Like there was food, there was jollof, there was music. Ulu of Canada okay. was also on board. Um, and mm-hmm. you will not believe it. Olu of Canada is someone I've never met, but like Let's Be Friends has given me, given me the opportunity to make connections with all of these people. Eddie Osama, um, Ninja Girl in Canada is my friend. Ninja Canada Girl is also my friend. Jamie mm-hmm. of Canada. So all of these people I actually met because of Let's Be Friends. Right. Okay, hold so. on, hold on, and hold on on that one, because I was coming to, I was coming to ask you because I, I, I was on your page recently, yeah. um, just before I reached out to you, and I saw that you actually have, um, let's be friends in different cities, yes. and that's something I want to pick at, mm-hmm. um, because I want to imagine you didn't travel to all those cities to have no. <laughs> so that's something I want to, that's something I want to pick at and and find out for me because. Um, building a community is, it takes a lot because these are volunteer people. It's not mm-hmm. like you're paying anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's been the experience of how you, how do you sell that idea to people to say, okay, come on guys, I'm about to do this or let's do this in your location. What's that been like building that community so, and starting a fire across provinces? Uh, the truth is like, I was so nervous about so many things because one of the things that you'll hear a lot when you're doing this type of thing is no, right? Um, yeah. But I feel like I I have grown so much to the point where I'm used to hearing no. 
Is, okay. it, is it sad? Is it disappointing? Yes, but it's an expectation. So it, I don't like, okay, you're not, oh, no problem. Thank you so much for your time. Move forward. And I'm, I have learned to ask for help. Being in Canada, I have learned to ask for help. Like, don't keep your mouth shut. So what I yeah. do is I go on socials and I say, hey, you know, if you'd like to coordinate for your city, let me know. I've had people who have indicated interest and ignored me, messages on messages, yes. Even for this, actually, we're we're in the middle of our summer events right now. We've already had two. We've done um, Ottawa and Hamilton this year. And I I had to speak with dozens of people. Like Some people reached out on their own. Some people I had to reach out to. And even some Mm -hmm. people who reached out to me to say I'm interested – by the time you give them the details and whatnot, they don't even have the courtesy to say, some of them don't have the courtesy to say, oh, I'm sorry, I don't think I'll be able to make it. They say they will do it and then they go on to ignore you. Um, oh, wow. So it's been difficult. You know, it's not like I don't have my own personal stuff to do. I do. Um, I have my family. I have, you know, all of these things I have to do. And then I have to still build Let's Be Friends. So um, it's not been easy, but I, I reach out to a lot of people and I just bear in mind that it's possible that they will say no to me. Um, but I'm very happy that, you know, for the most part, they have been supportive, even though they've never met me. And um, the energy yeah. has been great. And yeah, I just I just do my best to reach out, basically. I like what you have shared because one of the one of the other persons I, I have I'm that's going to be interviewed on the podcast series on this particular podcast series. I had asked him what it is like leading a group of volunteers to do something. And one thing that he told me, and I I think I'm going to take it away. And I think I'm also relating to it with what you just said is you, no one is going to, no one follows the person who is not brave enough to do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're brave enough to hear the number of no's and you keep hearing it and you keep going for it. And so he was like, after a while, I'll be sorry, people are going to join in because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, she's serious. Oh, and, yeah. well, he's serious. Oh, yeah. And people are just going to want to do that. And then they, you have some people who are just going to come along the way who are just going to like, it's as if they were looking for something to jump on. Oh, yeah. So once you say, let's go, they're just going to go. They're just going to oh, become yeah. ambassadors oh, of that yeah. and just going to run with it. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I feel like the reason why Let's Be Friends haven't even grown as big as it is, as, as I would like, well, I'm not, it's not like I'm after it growing big, but I feel like we could have done more because the whole idea is to support people, is to provide some sort of like education and just really connect people, people who are looking for jobs, who are looking for accommodation, people who are lonely looking for friends, just, you know, everything networking, right? Um, yeah. But the reason why I've been a little slow with everything is because of my family. Uh, my, my son is just one. So I had this time of pregnancy and then the, the first year of being a mom. To, and then I also have a toddler. So mm. and I, I, I really have no help aside when we're coordinating events. I don't have anybody yeah. helping. So now we have created an executive committee Um <laughs> we 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 just I just called I said see guys this mm. you guys have been here from day one when we're doing virtual like you guys you know me you have become my friends you know so yeah. this is a cry for help I need you 
you know, I need you guys. So let's come together. We had a meeting and um, I'm going to be announcing this exec list very soon. Um, So yeah, I'm going to be getting help, two people helping me manage the socials. um, And then, you know, just people being there for other people to contact so that's where we're at right now. And like you say, like people, people see the vision, they see the growth and they'll jump on once they see that, you know, this is going somewhere and this is something I want to be proud of because at the end of the day, it's our community. It's not for Titilola to take the glory because one person does not build. It takes a whole team to build. So um, I'm hoping that we get to the point where, you know, um, Let's Be Friends Network becomes a name that, um, new immigrants will be proud of to say, yeah, I belong to this community. And, you know, yeah, I remember in the I beginning, like- though. Oh, sorry to interrupt you. Were you going no, to no, no, no. I was going to say I love that. I love the fact that you're beginning to operationalize things yeah. and not just, oh, I'm just talking to my friends. We can, mm-hmm. like, you put them in board and yeah. asking for help. Yeah. That is really awesome. So go ahead with your thoughts. I was going to say, I remember in the beginning when we were around, say, maybe 100 followers. I think that was when we had, like, the first virtual um, virtual uh, meeting. There was this girl from Montreal. She messaged me and, like, she wanted, she wanted us to be friends. And then we jumped on. Uh, what's up? I gave her my number like, oh, I mean, there's no harm, right? Mm-hmm. Gave her my number, we chatted for a little bit. And then next thing is, I realized that she had blocked me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I know the, I'm not a big chatter. I'm not someone who chats a lot. Um, yeah. I'm not a, I mean, texter, right? I'd rather, yeah, leave, rather, call. I'd rather call or leave you a voice message because a lot of the times my hands are busy and I'm just too tired. And I feel like I can say a lot in a voice message than, you know, texting. If we want to text, we'll do how are you for like the next one week. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, so I guess maybe she was thinking that this friendship or whatever it was was going to be going at the speed of light. I don't know what she thought, but it was a bit slow. And I like to take my time when I'm getting to know someone, right? And yeah. next thing is I realized she blocked me. So, and I smiled because I'm like, I'm glad you blocked me because <clears throat> this is not the type of person, this is not the type of behavior attitude that we want. Why did you block me? I'm not sure. I know it's not about me. It's about your own personal issues that you mm-hmm. could have brought forward if there was something, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We've also had a case where this woman calls and the phone was on speakerphone and her husband was there. Apparently, her husband was not comfortable with the fact that it was not a women's group. Oh, you're going to go out? Yeah. That was last for last year's um, hangout in Montreal, um, yeah. which was cancelled, by the way, because there was a storm and, you know, things didn't work out. And yeah. she, she told me that her husband was not comfortable with the fact that men were going to be there. And, um, yeah, she, she also lost my number <laughs> because... <laughs> I, I just said, you know what, at the end of the day, do whatever, you know, you're comfortable with. I, um, unfortunately, oh. I can't change. I, I cannot, I cannot make, you know, I, I don't, as a married person myself, I find it difficult to understand when men are like that. And you could hear his, his voice in the background telling her, you know, oh, yeah, because her English well. wasn't so good. She's French. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I was like, wow. So we've, we've had like, 
different stories where, you know, let's be friends have been a little, you know. (laughs) I hear you. Yeah. Question that I have for you is, or or some thoughts. So, adult friendship is hard. Mm -hmm. It can be hard, actually, uh, because like you, I also am very... This is me. <laughs> you get nothing else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is me. What you, what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to block out stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also very in tune with how people feel or stuff. And if I feel like, oh, did I do anything to upset you? I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. right away if I feel like you're changing your behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is difficult on its own. Like making friends, making new friends as an adult is tough. Mm-hmm. And then making new friends as an adult in a place where you yourself are are trying to learn a lot of things. You've mm-hmm. given a couple of examples. Um, but I want to know the very interesting ones that have happened. So just me, have there been like connections and people have finally gotten married or are in a relationship on this list before? I'm curious. <laughs> you know what? Um, I feel like there may be something, but I don't know. Um, like okay. I said, I have not been, <laughs> the group hasn't been as active as I would like. Um, yeah. So maybe if I was a bit more active and more, um, like, I don't, I've not been, like, you know, pushing for that conversation because I don't want people to think that Let's Be Friends is a place to come and catch crews and look for girls and look for husbands. Do you get what mm. I mean? If it yeah. happens, that's fine. But I don't, I'm just trying. I think I, I made a post one time, like, because someone, I think someone sent me DM to say that they were looking for uh, a, a partner and then I posted it in the story. And I think I just casually said it wouldn't be bad if there were some let's be friends weddings and let's be friends babies. And that was, that was it. I, I don't even remember what the response was on that post. But I, I know that there have been friendships. People have become like very close friends. Um, yeah. But I don't know about any serious relationships. I would like to know actually. <laughs> Not a problem. So I like I like the model to which you take. Like it's just a platform for you to meet, safe space for you to meet. But right thereafter, you guys can take your friendship mm-hmm. and be friends. Not like oh, we're a crew of let's be friends, friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That that's really awesome. Yeah. So, with the idea of you wanting to help people to get past um, loneliness, get to know because there are a lot of newcomer communities. Um, what is that thing you really want Let's Be Friends to do or that, you know, is your full vision? I know you talked about your mom saying you're a connector. I can even see and hear it from your voice and the conversations we've had so far, even before the call, that you're someone that is very easy to com- connect with. Um, well, what are the goals? Like now that you're institutionalizing things around Let's Be Friends, what are some of the goals you hope to achieve um, soon? So, um as for goals I feel like let's be friends are still failing you and I'm still trying to figure things out um yeah but we've so far we've helped people like with information around accommodation when we have job opportunities that actually people who have mm. connections in very big uh, big companies who reach out to me to say hey do you know anyone um, who can fit this position and boom I post you on let's be friends um, yeah. so well for me the goal is for let's be friends to be a shelter for anyone coming to Canada it's not just a group a, a telegram group where you come to because of your profession or I want it to be 
a safe place for you to feel like, I'm coming to Canada, I don't know anyone, I don't have any friends, but there's this community where I think I can join and not even I think. There's this community I can join and I'll feel supported and I'll feel like I have this like soft landing because they can connect me with this, they can connect me with that, I can get information about this and that I won't, and I won't exactly feel like I don't know anyone because like there are people who reach out to me. Well, I'm coming next month. Can you please connect me to someone who is in my my school is here? And I'm like, oh, I actually know someone in this school. I'll connect you with the person, and that's how they. Yeah. And oh, now they know someone, even though they've never met them. They now know someone. They cannot ask. Oh, how is life here? How is accommodation? How much am I? Do I need and, and things like that? Um, also, yeah. we have a website. The website launched, but uh, we're still doing some work. So I, I decided to unlaunch it again. <laughs> yeah, because I was, I was going to say, I checked that out. I didn't find it. Yes, yes, it's coming. Um, after, hopefully by September on our two-year anniversary, that's the next t- date we're working on, um, which is mm-hmm. the, the 21st of September. Um, we are going to, it's going to be a place where you can find um uh, business directories, you can find immigration consultants, oh, nice. you can find um, YouTubers, you can find friends. So, I mean, um, on, on our page on Instagram, we used to do like introductions. So if you're new and you want to be introduced so that you know people who are in your city, you do an introduction and then people who are in your city will say, hey, hey, neighbor, or hey, I'm here in your city. And then that's one way people connect with one another. So we're still trying mm-hmm. to figure things out. And with the website coming up, everything will be more defined. So, yeah. Oh, that's really awesome. That's really awesome. So I'm going to quickly touch a bit. It's when time, time runs when you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to quickly touch a bit on, on your page, Lola Black. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, like I was just telling um, Tita Lola, when I sent her how I found her, and it's a very funny story. So I'm, not, I'm not going. I'm not going to yab myself on this on this episode. But I, I found her because she does um, lifestyle. That's what your content is about. It's more lifestyle, more like immigrant lifestyle, yes, right? Yes, yes, that's it. Yeah. And and it's really beautiful the stories that you share. Maybe that's why I kind of feel like I know you already <laughs> uh, because you share a lot of stories and yeah. and and. So do you think that has also kind of influenced um, Let's Be Friends? Because, you know, you kind of feel very accessible. Um, has that influenced it in any way? Yeah, I think it has. I think, like, people who don't know me think may think I'm this very serious and very difficult, not difficult, mm-hmm. like, hard to reach person you have you uh, you have the you have the face (laughs) i do have the face right i think that's what's fooling people because when people get to know me they're like man like i'm so easy to talk to i'm i'm very friendly and very playful um Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm not i'm not that i'm accessible not because i'm not busy but i know that i'm not being paid though but I know this is my assignment to serve. Mm. Nobody mm. has to tell me. It doesn't have to be like an appointment by some person or anything. I know that I'm here to serve and I'm committed to fulfilling that part of my of my of my um 
um, my purpose on earth. Mm. So I treat it as such. If you send me a DM and I'm there, I'm not going to say, let me feel important and wait for one hour before I answer. <laughs> if I'm there, I, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> I remember one, one per- actually this person is my sister's friends. Like they've known for so many years, but we've never met. We've never had any conversation. So the first yeah. time he messaged me, um, and, and again, because it's my sister's friend, I give my sister that respect and that honor. So I yeah. see a message from this person. It wasn't like I've never heard his name. I just never spoke to him. So I quickly answered. And then the next day, he was actually at my house because my sister was like, okay, please go check on my sister for me. And then mm-hmm. he was just like, wow. He he was acting like he was in the presence of a of a, a big person. <laughs> yeah, it was like, wow, I can't believe I just messaged you and I'm seeing you today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you the way you even answered, you're like, you're so kind, you're so respectful, and and I and I don't get it. Like I'm I'm kind to everyone. I don't care where, where I've reached, where I'm where you are from, how old you are. I'm I'm older than a lot of people because most of the people who reach out are students. So of course I'm older than a lot of them, but I don't get I respect even people who have been rude because trust me, when you're in this type of community service there are people who don't have any regards so they just message you like like you're there you're paid to just tend to their needs mm, um they just yeah. say hi i'm looking for this can you help me with this 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 and i'm just like and then when you don't answer they're like you didn't answer when i asked you the question is, to help i just you. see i just put whatever feeling i have down below and just attend to them because I just feel like, see, it's the person that knows better than we do better. And it's not my job to lecture you. So I'm not going to say, sometimes I'll now take the grace to say, hi, good morning. I hope you're doing well today. My name is Titilola. Thank you for reaching out. So I'm hoping that with my response, you now like use your common sense to say, okay, next time, come correct. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get? But yeah, so I, I take the liberty, even though sometimes it's just so painful because forget it. It's not all the time I'm feeling all pumped. And I have days I when know. I'm so tired and I'm so stressed and I have my kids. And then I see that type of message. And plus two, imagine you have a community of thousands of people and you don't really have anybody. When you don't post for like a week or two weeks or even when I just had the baby, when I, people are not messaging you to say, hey, how are you? How is the baby? Mm-mm. And I think mm-hmm. at that point, it kind of hurt. It kind of hurt. Because I, I was going to go there, like, you know, yeah. you said you put your personal feelings because I know, well, I don't know, Tisalala, I know that. There are some days where mm-hmm. um, my partner looks at me and is like, okay, I get it. I'm just going to walk by the side and just leave. <laughs> and let you be, because it looks like it's one of those days. Yeah. But you're doing this constantly yeah. and being in front of people. Um, I can imagine, you know, the days where you feel down. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm glad you have support. Yeah. Oh, my, I, I, my husband is amazing. And some of the friends I have are lesbian friends. They're wonderful as well. And I know everybody's dealing. I think that's that's something I just tell myself. Yeah. Know? I tell myself that no matter what you think you're going through right now, the truth is you don't know what other people are going through. Someone could be I going know. through worse. So 
I, I'm not trying to look for, I'm not looking for a pity party. I'm not looking for somebody to say, oh, well done or sorry. I mean, it would be nice for someone to acknowledge what you do, which actually some people do to say, you know, I love what you're doing. Well done. You know, keep up the good work. You know, some people actually pray for me. Um, people I don't even know, like, especially on my personal Instagram, I'm very open. I don't share too much about my personal life, but like, I'm not a, one of those creators that will just have a meltdown, you know, and just disappear. I, I, I share my struggles. I, I share my, I share the beautiful part of my life. I share when I'm feeling, you know, good. And when it's not like I'll come crying or be my emotions on my shoulder, but like, you know, long nights, oh, from a sleep de- deprived mom, you know, it's tough. And sometimes <laughs> I just post, hey, I'm praying for you moms and stuff because um, I know things are not easy. So I acknowledge that, you know, it's not easy for a lot of us. And, you know, I'm, I'm sending people love and stuff. So I do that. Um, yeah, so people know that it's me. I'm not the fake it till you make it type of creator. No, I'm very open and transparent and realistic. Okay. Which is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much, Titilola, for sharing. Um, things that I have learned from you today, and I'm hoping that all the other listeners also learn the same or pick something. But for me, personally, the things that I have learned are um, you just have to be brave. Like, no's will come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would have a lot of no's. You have to be brave. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing that I've learned from you is just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that most people, myself, have perfectionist slash procrastination going on. And oh, so yeah. you might just want to say, I want it to be perfect before I go ahead. You and me I both. want to put everything <laughs> in place. <laughs> but yeah. I like how you said you just you just picked an Instagram handle and you yeah. started. Yeah. Um, for me, it might seem as simple, uh, but for me it's like, oh great, you started. Um, I know how long it took me to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just I'm just in awe of that for me. So that's something I'm taking away. I'm hoping that anyone who is on the call, um, you know, is able to mirror something from this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole idea of the podcast is to be able to give people an opportunity to mirror something. Mm-hmm. I believe that storytelling helps us to to remember to realize, see yourself in someone, mm-hmm. um, to get inspired, to get encouraged. And um, thank you very much for sharing your story and what you're doing with Let's Be Friends um, right now. So I would say, people, right now, hoping by the time I'm releasing this, they have not finished the the summer. (laughs) But right now, (laughs) Let's Be Friends has um, a couple of of, uh, meetings going on in different places, like you heard, Lola. Yeah, it's called Games at the Park. This, this year's things is called Games at the Park. Okay. Yeah. So Games at the Park, Lola has asked that, Titi Lola has asked that if you want to be a sponsor of this in your local loca- um, location, reach out to her. As you can hear, Titi Lola is accessible, or very mom of two, um, <laughs> accessible and awesome and able to do this. Please, let's do this. Let's meet because we need to build the community. Um, and that's, that's very important. Lola, one thing, Titi Lola, one yes. thing you will leave with, with anyone who is, you know, who is new or even has been here for about three years and is trying to say, how do I make friends? Canada is boring or mm-hmm. living in North America is boring. Um, where do I even start? What's that thing that you will leave with someone like that? Um, who is on the call today? 
Um, I would say keep an open mind. Um, I feel that's the most important thing. When you're at work, um, when you're in a new environment, keep an open mind because you'll meet a lot of if you're coming from a place like Nigeria, for example, where all your friends are from, all, most of the people in Nigeria are Nigerians, right? Um, mm-hmm. It might be difficult for you adapting to the new culture, especially when your friends are from different, when you meet people, not when you meet people from different parts of the world, which is most likely in Canada. I would say mm-hmm. listen more than you speak um, mm. so that you can learn about other people's culture. People are sensitive here. So I think that's one difficulty. The culture, mm-hmm. the culture shock is real. You you cannot just casually joke with the way, you know, you joke. You cannot, let me say that again. You cannot casually joke the way, you know, you would, talk to you or joke with your Nigerian friends. Um, there are things that you would say that people will not understand. There are languages that you speak, even though you're speaking English, just like how you say certain words. Um, yeah. You have to learn the language. So I would say pay attention, focus. Don't try to be so opinionated because that's going to be like a hindrance for you to build those friendships and connect with people and let people be, you know, open to learning about you. They know that you're just very hard-headed, you're opinionated, you're this Nigerian that just wants to be, you know, anyhow. It's, it's, uh, keep an open mind, learn about other people's culture. The culture shock is real. So just be open to learning about, you know, other people, um, listen more than you speak so that you can be able to understand and, you know, make, that connection with people easier. Yeah, yeah that's about what well, it's and hey, oh follow let's be friends. <laughs> follow yes, let's please. be friends network. Uh send me yes, a DM. Please. We could introduce mm-hmm. you so that you can find people in your location. Most of the people on yes. Let's Be Friends are, are African people from African descent. That's not by my making. It's just because of like the people in my network. But the Let's Be Friends network is not just for people of African descent. It's for um, uh, Canadian immigrants across Canada. Okay. Thank you very much, Lola. So mm-hmm. that is it, people. You have heard from um, Titi Lola. And Titi Lola has shared with us today um, all her ideas and how she's brought um, Let's Be Friends. And so on that note, I know life is happening. Titi Lola has to go away. Thank you for your time. Mm-hmm. Thank I you will be sharing contact. I'll be sharing contact details of Titi Lola in the show notes so that you can actually go follow her. Trust me, her page, Lola Black, is really awesome. And Thank what you. she does with Let's Be Friends is really awesome. Thank you, Titi Lola, for coming on the show. Thank you for having, having me. Thank okay, you. bye. <laughs> bye. There you have it, folks. Titi Lola has shared with us and it's been an awesome time with her. One thing that I realized that Titi Lola mentioned briefly that you might not be very aware of it's the seasonal affect seasonal affective disorder sad um it is something that titilola talks about on her page i saw this when i was trying to create the post-production for this she mentioned it briefly but it's something you want to look at having friends on this journey is super important having people to work with you is super important and so the work that titilola does within the community is a very important one. 
I hope today that you do truly reach out to Titilola or other organizations that can make you have friends. And I encourage that you do get friends on this journey. Um, and that is it. God bless you and have a wonderful one. Thank you for listening. Do not forget, please subscribe to the channel. Um, the new name is Our Canadian Experience, the podcast, because we need to tell our story to ourselves and hear the things out because we are doing awesome. And on that note, I say again, goodbye and God bless. Thank you. Bye.